Greetings, Dost, to Khudra Healing Podcast. This is a virtual tavern where you'll drink the wine of Sohbet while sipping poetry from Zuleikha's Divan, listening to talks on healing and discourses on the path of Ish. I am Alicia Ali, your host and Dost in the path of love. To learn more about our works, we welcome you to connect to Khudra Healing. Hello, salam. Wa alaikum salam. Sana, nice to have you back. How's everything? I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking forward to this. I have. Um, I think it's a very going to be a very light sort of vibe. But um, let's maybe introduce the topic. I'll let yes. you go first. All right. So first of all. Um, it's so nice to have you back here, and um, I know there's a lot of new things going on with you and your art. Um, I don't think we're going to be able to cover that in this one, but we're going to be talking about an interesting topic, and that is, um, you tell me, the art of living <laughs> spiritually? Well, the art of practicing spirituality with light, you know, like that. Mm. Practicing spirituality in the sense in a in a light way, like taking you know the like the root of spirituality being light itself, being and the and you know the qualities of light is all about being happy and being um, you know uh, funny and all things that are don't 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 allow those negative emotions to approach you in any sort of way. So I think that is the root of all spirituality. So I'd like to call it that, actually. Mm. Yes, very, very true. Especially, um, especially right now, we need, uh, we need these reminders to basically remember that um, things aren't as um, crazy as things seem to be. And... Um, to kind of right. just flow. Yeah, and I know that with you as a guide, you you are also you are obviously a healer yourself. And one thing that I've noticed about you and your personality per se is that it's so it is so down to earth and it's so humble in the sense that you are very in tune with your your dark your dark side as well as as well as your light side you've integrated it so well that you mesh with others that come come to you in such a profound way that i've noticed about you that 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 is something i want to emphasize when it comes to spirituality when when practicing real spirituality is that lightheartedness that has to come with it to, in order to be able to first of all receive from the divine and also to be an embod- embodiment of light, you have to be very light in, in, the, in, the, you know, in the literal sense and in the metaphorical sense. Exactly. Um, so you can't, you can't be something that you're not, nor can you embody it or give off that. So then what do you do? Um, you just have right. to be authentic. And the more exactly. you accept yourself and embrace yourself, <laughs> like, you know, um, in yes. every facet, um, then um, 
and know, that is you what can people... be yeah you can be that right and that is what people connect to right it's mm-hmm. that authenticity that you that you um express that others connect with because it's it's at a level it's a very at a, a very real and raw level that allows for other people to 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 um you know understand you because if you're coming from a place that like how you said from not experience um from not a place of realness then others just automatically will not resonate with you because it's coming from a some sort of false um vibration that isn't you first of all and plus it's not something that's real it's it's not coming from experience so that is part of real spirituality and making a real impact i really feel that talking from experience talking from your core sort of nature your authenticity authenticity is very important exactly um well i mean to pick that up about anyone else that means that you know you yourself are um uh you're you know you're carrying that yourself so it, it takes one to know one so i'm not right yeah i mean um this is definitely not a paid commercial <laughs> right right and you are and you are so funny and that's another thing i would like to emphasize regarding um you know um when you're practicing spirituality to be open to open to making fun of yourself you know i just did that this morning um and um just to just to realize your own sort of shadows and to embrace them in a way where you're you're not so hard on yourself but then as well you're taking them in a way that you're able to transmute them to the best of your ability um but that requires quite a lot of humbleness on your part on on the on the seeker's part and um you know acceptance of yourself and and you know it's i mean in traditional islamic um healing practices the, the art of uh, making fun of yourself is ingrained to the core you know and i see that with the guides that have have always followed that they're very they're very lighthearted very funny in nature and that plays a big part in 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 the personality and how well you can heal others through that mm. and yes that's that's true yeah um I mean, I'm just listening to what you're saying and I'm just like, okay, I mean, if you're just being yourself and then that's impressive, then the message is just be yourself, <laughs> you know, right. um, and just forget about all this false pietism and, um, you know, um, right. these sort right. of um, things that are very overtly um, displayed um especially in the sufi path um there's a lot of um um seriousness mm-hmm. involved to a point where um it's almost like scandalous to speak of things that um are not really always spoken about and mm-hmm. and, and then yeah so it's sort of inconsistencies with the inner and outer right is what you're mm-hmm. talking about exactly um, exactly right yeah kind of kind of meshing the both together the the your personal life with your spiritual life um sort of seeing as seeing it as one not as a separate and you know separate entity that my spiritual life is here and my practical life is here 
or my personal life, my inner, outer is different. It's actually all the same. And it actually does start with your most inner inner aspects of your life that that need improvement before we can um, venture off into the outer public realm. I think um, that that is something I think with um, a lot of us that are trying to practice real spirituality tend to go back to our caves, you know, tend to be very reluctant to teach others um, in ways that, you know, that we don't understand ourselves yet because we haven't healed those things in ourselves and kind of taking it as a journey that we're always improving um, and that really everyone is, you know, and everybody is different. It's very customized. Spirituality is very customized to you. It's very personal to you. And I really am a big believer in that, that um, really you are your own, you are your own guide in a sense. Um, but, you know, obviously you need that higher guide to show you the blind spots. But in terms of your own journey, I do feel it's very it's very much about knowing yourself. And that involves, you know, really looking at those real and raw aspects of yourself that need, need constant improvement. And, and spirituality is a constant stepping stone. You know, it's, it's a constant ascension into a higher way of being, into lightness. You know, it's all about lightness. Isn't it? And that is something kind of makes me uh, you know, um, reminds me of the piece I'm making. It's it's all about ascension. It's it's right. embracing it's embracing exactly. your your lightness that allows you to experience the heavenly. Um, yeah. in all ways, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And it's also recognizing um, that you know, to be authentic, you have to. Um, you have to um, you have to be careful not to put on like a public mask um, right you know right and, and and the more you realize that you know you could just be yourself and um, I think the more we embrace ourselves, the more spiritual we technically are and um, the right. more we try to cover up and just um, sort of, you know, not embrace even the duality that exists within us, um, then we're, le you know, less authentic. And even, mm -hmm. you know, you just mentioned um, the higher guide, the need for the higher guide. True. However, the real guide is always guiding you back to yourself. Right, right. So they're 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 always bringing you back to looking within, you know, looking back at mm -hmm. your heart, looking within, and finding the answers there. So their um, their role is just technically, you know, as a mirror to bring you back to yourself, and, mm -hmm. um, facing and, yourself. And so, yeah, exactly, exactly. And so what you said is actually correct. That you know, um, it's all within. The guidance is from within. And sometimes we have to look without to get that. Obviously, we do have to look um, outside ourselves. 
and uh, mm-hmm. but then it mm-hmm. brings you but looking outside will bring you back to yourself right right it this reminds me i i went and grabbed my uh, mullah nasrini deen book because i i wanted to keep it very light um in terms of talking about spirituality since it's such a deep um deep topic really um that requires a lot of expertise just to even talk about it but just coming from kind of a lay person you know that's been experiencing um that has been on a path of spirituality since I, at a young age and most of us are really i mean our whole life is really a spiritual journey it's not something that we can really title as being a spiritual journey everyone goes through a spiritual journey so but you know i opened the book i was like okay let me make this very random and i opened the book and it was the title of the of the passage is pyramid expert and he goes nasruddin was mm-hmm. sitting among the branches of a tree sniffing the bl- blossoms and sunning himself sunning himself a traveler asked him what he was doing there climbing the great pyramid you are nowhere near a pyramid and there are four ways up a pyramid one by each face that is a tree yes said mulla what it's but it's much more fun like this don't you think birds blossoms sapphire zephyr sunshine i hardly think i could have done better and it and it's got this image mm-hmm. of a of a pyramid and mulla nasruddin with his turban is sitting on top of the tree with you know the peacocks and the and the birds all around him and one bird the hoopoe is sitting on top of his turban but you know and he's totally fine up there you know he's happy he's you know he's not worried about the pyramid or where it you know kind of where it's coming from he's on the top of the pyramid which is you know being mullah nasruddin the core <laughs> of his spiritual journey was all about being funny was all about being lighthearted you know exactly um, which is what helped him which is what created this heavenly sort of reality for him to experience of of this imaginative or whatever you want to call it this world that does not exist down below which is as if you look at a pyramid it's almost like it's a, it's the base is like a square right this is something actually we learned yesterday as well the the base of a pyramid is square right. and what is the characteristics of a squareness it's like it's like you're you're limited right it's like you it's not a circle obviously so right. what you what you're able to achieve and experience is very limited but as you go up up the pyramid um in terms of your light nature which is you know if you want to go into that consciousness pyramid of of you know a lower vibration and higher vibration you know and all the lower lower emotions keeps you on the bottom of the pyramid and as you ascend into your light body the more you're able to embody those um you know high vibration characteristics such as love and joy and acceptance and peace right the the violet sort of right. essence of you so and how is that achieved that's achieved through your own your own embodiment of it um and able to experience spirituality i think that is the essence isn't it to relieve ourselves of uh, and purify ourselves of these lower emotions that come up and kind of just seeing them as illusions and as a passing cloud 
and not really taking them as our identity, right? Because oftentimes we take these lower emotions and attach to them in ways that what they that they they become our identity almost, and we walk around with this baggage. Um, not allowing us to experience real spirituality in 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 the the purest of ways. So I think our whole journey becomes about ascending into that into the you know in that pyramid and and reaching that top, just like right. an ascension. Right, just like an ascension, just like embodying uh, the characteristics of angels. You're developing wings, uh, developing likeness. Um, you know. Um, and just kind of riding that Barak, right, goes back to that ascension uh, journey uh, that we personally experience riding that Barak uh, of our ego, which carries all the, the, the limited sort of understandings and beliefs about ourselves and lower emotions and all that kind of riding on those, recognizing them for what they are and 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 ascending into higher planes of realities and that is what i mean god is waiting for us to ascend into these realities to be able to experience them um, exactly you know, god is all beautiful he he wants us to to also experience beauty in all its in all its ways yes absolutely um this reminds me of your recent art though the ascension yeah. art Exactly, exactly. And that's what I'm referring to as well. And it's, it's making me reflect as I'm painting it, you know, um, that embodiment, you know, and, and it's um, interesting, because I, I, I painted the Barak's tail with a peacock. And okay. now that I now that I, you know, it kind of in reference to traditional um, Sira books, it was, it was actually described as having a peacock tail so that's where I got that one that that inspiration from but just kind of reflecting on it now and why it has a peacock tail I mean what is the characteristics of a peacock uh, a peacock yes it is it is a sort of proud animal a proud bird it's a very beautiful bird but what is it what is it kind of the essence of what it embodies you know is is um kind of this celebrity quality, right? And this is something um, a teacher of mine also was mentioning yesterday, mm -hmm. is that people who embody the celebrity quality, not, it's not coming from pride. It's coming more from a place of, of um, you know, kind of embracing your divinity, right? It's coming right. from that space. A healthy so, self-worth, maybe? Or yeah, a healthy self-worth or a healthy... Yeah, a healthy self-worth, but it's kind of, it creates a sort of um, embodiment that allows you to ride on that ego because the ego is not just about, you know, um, it's, it's a lot about um, seeing those um, negative aspects of yourself that kind of attack your self-worth as right. well. Mm -hmm. And that happens to so many I've seen that kind of venture off into you know kind of a little bit too much in their darker side into in and in, in kind of giving into their shadows i feel a lot of people that intend to do that are are kind of almost so have self-sabotaging sort of characteristics and and not fully recognizing their own divinity um and then if you don't recognize your own divinity your own 
this this sense of self-worth, you you also don't recognize it in others, which creates sort of problem when you because you tend to mirror that in others and what you see in yourself is what you see in others. So it really comes back to trying to um, build your own self-esteem, your own self-worth and self-love that creates a sort of a divine sort of mirror around you in others as well, right? And you're good at uh, good at all this. No, hundred percent, a hundred percent, yeah, hundred um, percent. I mean, people get really caught up on that. Uh, we all do, but um, it's important to really just step back. I mean, um, even in even in the um, even in the, um, uh, the, the realm of healing, um, you know, you attract all sorts of personalities and uh, individuals, etc. But then um, the healer uh, should be or is aware, um, essentially, that whatever they're seeing and experiencing is basically something also within them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something and and right right, right? and so yeah reminds me of a reminds me of something i read with, with about um that carl carl jung said um jung said he said um you know if you recognize your own darkness something like you if you recognize your own darkness is you recognize it in others and that allows you to know people um better because you're no, you're knowing yourself you're knowing your own shadows and that plays a big part in how we interact with others. And that requires, again, it requires you to look at yourself from a place of uh, a lot of humbleness and a lot of, um, you know, self-reflection. You know, I think that plays a big part in how to to be a real healer is really self-reflecting on yourself first before, Mm. before you, you know, tend to, you know, um, spread it to others because, I mean, if you don't know yourself, you're not going to know others. And, and essentially the ego's, ego is all the same. You just have, um, you know, different a- aspects of that ego that are more, but that are stronger. But, you know, in essence, the egos are all the same. So mm. I hope you're not crying. <laughs> <laughs> Did I sound like I was crying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is something to cry about, isn't it? I mean, I I personally have, <laughs> when I realized how hard this journey of spirituality would would be, I just wanted to like, you know, zoom out of my body. But eventually I found it easier to just face myself rather than running, running yeah. away from my shadows. You know, and a lot of people tend to just kind of run away and not bother with their shadow side um, yeah. and the theme of spirituality, you know, kind of ignore that aspect. But really, your spirituality is the core of it is to face your shadow side. And until you don't do that, um, you cannot ascend. You know, it's just simple point blank. It's that's that's the journey. And, you know, it, our guides also always emphasize that, you know, path of path of spirituality, path of tarika is not, is not easy. It's a very hard path. It's about breaking through that walnut, you know, that 
that shell that we carry around, which is our ego, um, and break it to the point where we get to the nut, you know, and the nut is nut is so is is so nourishing once you once you get down to that and and you see the rewards of your of your improvement in breaking through that shell and that and life teaches you that you know and the best way to do it is with a lot of lightness with a lot of acceptance of yourself and embracing you know everything about you that's ugly and beautiful hmm. Exactly, and and the 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 master guide is um, fully aware, you know, um, of our deficiencies, um, and right. what needs, yeah, and what needs work, and um, you know what qualities um, need refinement and so forth. So they are constantly. Um, provided that we make ourselves open to um, to become actual disciples and the disciple is actually one who seeks to be disciplined mm-hmm. so in the care of a master um, the discipline is inevitable but the degree is um, the degrees vary so um you know, there's a lot of um, chiseling away and, um, you know, work that needs mm-hmm. to be done on, 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 the, um, on the soul, right. on our nafs, basically. Well, to, it's, like you know, how it's like how you're saying, sorry to interrupt you, um, mm-hmm. chiseling away, like you mentioned, right? That, that those words, chiseling away, is very much like a walnut, like goes back yeah. to what I said. Um, that shell and then what is the characteristics of a shell the characteristics of a shell are is is hardness it's it's you know it's breaking through that hardness that we we carry around because as long as we're hard um in the name of whatever um it just it does not allow us to become full vessels of of spirituality of divinity because divinity is all about uh, mercy it's all about um love and 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 acceptance of others and you know and prophet muhammad was also his main characteristic was also that of mercy yeah um, exactly and that is what what everything is made of around us and what connects us with everything uh and makes us see the oneness in everything is through the eyes of mercy otherwise you won't you'll see all you'll see is duality and separateness and um you know a difference difference in all sorts of ways so embracing uh, your first principle to yourself and as you're merciful to yourself, you're also being merciful to others because you're a mirror of how you treat yourself ultimately. Right. I want to just add here um, a quote from Lao Tzu, uh, just kind oh, of yeah. in, in relation to exactly what you're saying. And that is the following. Knowing others is intelligence. Knowing yourself is true wisdom. Mastering others is strength. Mastering yourself is true power. Mm. Right. Conquering yourself, knowing yourself. 
Exactly. Yeah, that's the essence, isn't it? It's mm. the essence. It's not about conquering something outside of us. It's, right. it's conquering ourselves. And I think it, if we all did that at an individual level, as a collective, right. that would be such a powerful thing. Exactly. And um, so it's, I think it really co- comes down to a lot of inner work and um, right. really we, right. shouldn't, we shouldn't be on the path in order to seek to be, um, you know, a means of rectification for others. And because if that's the purpose, then I think that itself is kind of off. And we mm-hmm. may lose the whole the red point, flag. you know, it's, um, it's really about us and, and, and just trying to come back to our true core, um, the center of ourself and come back to um, the purity of the spirit that we, um, that we essentially all are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bringing back to yourself, right? To the center, yeah. Thinking- not seeking validation outside, but um, seeing the richness within you. Um, and this is something, you know, art has really uh, taught me to sit down and, and, and do this inner reflection. I mean, I wouldn't uh, be where I am today if it wasn't for these long hours of meditation that I've had to do, right. um, just sitting there doing these detailed pieces, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's been a blessing for me. Um, but it's allowed me to heal so many things, just just conting, contemplating them in a way and then experiencing them, obviously, in order to fully transmute them. But, um, you know, just kind of allowing myself to accept um, that I'm always being purified in some sort of way, that I'm always being everything that is manifesting in my life is is an alchemy into gold, you know, because I use gold a lot in my work. Right. And, um, you know, I've, I've come to, uh, to kind of um, reflect on, you know, the characteristics of gold. And gold is, is obviously the most beautiful, most solid metal out there. It does not tarnish. And characteristics of something that does not tarnish are you know, it requires a lot of, of uh, inner healing, obviously, because if you are a porous and you, and you have wounds which create those holes within your aura and your, you know, your full embodiment, then, um, you know, you, you, you leave this room for, for tarnishing. You leave this room for, for you know, being triggered, being... Um, so as long as we're being triggered by whatever we're being triggered by, it means that we need more work. Obviously, we need more work. It's nothing to do with um, the outside person that's causing the trigger. It is ourselves that is being triggered. So it's obviously something within us because we are a mirror of we are a, we are a mirror of ourselves and others. Yes. Um, right. Absolutely. So gold. So gold and the pure mirror, all these things. I mean, when you look at gold, what is it, right? It's, it's the purest um, color of light, first of all. So it is, it is a very heavy metal, but it's, it's, also, it's also very shiny and light at the same time. Um, and it's, it's something that you can see through. You can see 
a reflection in very clearly. So just like a pure mirror, um, you know, kind of being embodiment of that and, and working through our own triggers and wounds slowly, slowly, which it takes a whole lifetime. It's not an easy, you know, one-time solution. It, there, there's constant um, testing going on in this, in this realm of healing that you have to constantly be conquering, you know, like a, always being on guard with a sword, mm. um, you know, and as soon as we kind of um, drop our awareness of that, I think that is what causes a lot of problems um, when we're not aware that we are, that we do need to, you know, be aware of our own ego. It's really, as soon as we tend to not be aware that we have an ego, that is when we create problems with others and, you know, within ourselves. Right, so, right. I think, yeah, and, 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 and to be able to relate to yourself and others, um, there has to be the element uh, which is fundamental to healing, um, and that is experience. So in the path, it's really about experience, right? This is a path of of, right, of, of right. experience and, and we know through experience um, you know and you have individuals who who seek the path um, and, and in a very intellectual way which is fine it's complementary but that sh- but that particular route um, to seek the path through uh, you know the in a textual way um, doesn't right. necessarily mean that that person has been um, through the, you know, the various spectrums of experience. Experience is what actually uh, enhances the soul, and and in in the path you have to experience the entire spectrum. Um, you know the, you know the 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 various facets of the right. human experience. So the dark, the light, uh, the taboo, um, you know, everything, um, all that is said right. and, and all that is basically not said. And, and, and a guide must go through that if he or she is meant to be of any use on the mm-hmm. path, then um, she has to be, um, she has to basically right. experience um, the various in order to become that come come whoever you are type of door right because mm-hmm. that's exactly. what Mavlana um, Jalaluddin Rumi basically that was that was you know that was it basically whoever right. you are come right Right, to really embody that mercy quality. Yeah, exactly. And there's no judgment in this way. And Mm -hmm. uh, everyone is worthy. Uh, But you can't create that magnetic effect if you're not embodying it. And you can embody it if you haven't experienced it. So Mm -hmm. we, um, like Musa, he basically, he had... um, he had the knowledge based on experience. It's not coming to me right now, that particular term in Arabic where you have, right. um, you know, he had ilm al-yaqeen, 
right? Right. And 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 that came through experience. So, um, yeah, experience is essential. Essential, and, and we must will... embrace. Yeah, we have to embrace the. Sorry, I just cut you off, and I. No, no, go ahead. I cut you off. On. Um, but um, uh, but basically, yeah, like it, embrace. Like seekers must embrace the ver- various experiences that you are in right now because they equate to what we um, refer to as hal experience triggers or activates hal right Mm -hmm. the spiritual state and then through that state whatever it is whatever energy that it is bringing to you um, as a result of the experience is where all the learning takes place. So if it puts you in the lowest of lows, if it puts you into, um, you know, um, tear mode, you know, mm-hmm. or if you're totally ecstatic, happy, or if you're, in, if you, if you feel like you're in love, you know, like never before, then embrace that experience because that's where all the learning and and the experience is basically love. Um, with a mask on, perhaps, okay, like a party mask, like a costume, mm-hmm. costume party, uh, um, right? So you've got, you've got it um, disguised, and it's come, and and just enjoy, enjoy the, <laughs> enjoy the guest, because it's not gonna, right? Yeah, like hal is not meant to last, and Ibn Arabi said we're people of hal, like. People of states are always constantly changing. You're not going to be in one hall forever. I don't think. Right. You know? No. 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 And, they, and neither would you survive. If it yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because the hall is, is a sort of, um, it's a state. I mean, I guess there's different forms of hall, but mm-hmm. um, it, it does not allow you to function in regular uh, life. Yeah. But it goes back to your point uh, about Musa alayhi salam. And uh, and going back to experience, right. um, he did have, he did have that ilmul yakin, right? Uh, but then, who came to him, you know, to 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 ascend him into higher sort of understanding was Khizr alayhi salam, which who he who he held the keys of wisdom, um, you know, the inner realities of of everything unfolding is not, you know, the outer is not as as what it seems. Um, and kind of getting to that true essence of things um, that you cannot learn from books, obviously. And spirituality is not something you can learn from books um, because it's very uh, three-dimensional. It's very non-experiential. It doesn't have those qualities of multidimensionalness that Mm -hmm. spirituality is all about, right? So um, seeing the wisdoms and things, I think even if we cannot be open to seeing the wisdoms of things at least to uh, as what I mean to say is if we don't see the wisdoms and things at least being open to seeing the wisdoms of things um, and carrying ourselves all throughout life in that way um, I think allows for a lot of um, you know a lot of unnecessary suffering that we may go through in the name of thinking something is wrong um, you know, just because it appears to be wrong, um, because there's so much depth to spirituality. There's so, like how you said, there's so many levels of 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 things that are happening in in with within you when it comes to ascension that are 
that require you to really look in with your deep, your inner eye, your eye of oneness, your eye of the heart to be able to understand <clears throat> what, is, what is really truly going on, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, I'm not going to recite this particular poem here, um, but I just want to say that what you just said is sometimes a sin became the deed or becomes mm. the deed, you see? And, and that's what it is. So spirituality is not necessarily a black and white situation mm-hmm. where you're going to be able to just say, you know, this plus that equals this and um, you can deduce, right. you know, and it's not well, that. So you may have to go through a very dark experience in order for you to, um, you know, um, be given the light. Um, right, right. I totally that, get granted that. the reality of, of you know, something that's not going to be achieved in any other way. So Right, right. I mean, there is this quality of being debased, right, of being humble, humble through some sort of experience that is part of spirituality. It's, um, you know, if you if you haven't been humbled by something truly, fully, then you cannot be an embodiment of real spirituality. I mean, just see how Yusuf salam, you know, how he spent all those years in prison. It was, you know, as a prophet and so many other prophets, uh, they experienced this, you know, this kind of, um, re- uh, you know, this kind of phase in their journey that required them to really break down in, in so many ways. Right. Um, Right. And that is essential when it comes to spirituality is if you haven't gone through hardship, like my my guide just said recently, if you if you haven't gone, you will only get treasures if you've gone through hardship. That is a must. That is that is that is, a you know, expect that that will happen. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if you haven't if you haven't experienced hardship, then then there's something wrong. That means that you're you're riding on your ego. And you don't even know it. It's not spirituality is not a piece of cake. It's you. Yes, you you will get cake, but then you've also got to grind the the flour, which is the flour you know of your ego with stones, and that's got to be refined. And uh, so you know the process of that alchemy has to happen for you to fully embody those characteristics back to gold. You know, exactly back, back to light. What is light? It's porous. It's something that expands. And, and I mean, anything that is opposite of that has to go. True. It's obviously hard. It sure <laughs> is, but we don't need to... I don't think... You know that the whole stress factor... That has got right. to go. Right. You know, if the spirituality is making you stressed out, and there's something really going wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the stress, the stress factor is going to be there until you release those uh, ego aspects of yourself that don't serve you. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a form of, it's a, that stress is kind of created uh, as a form of baggage that you're still carrying on your, within your, within your physical body. That's yeah. not in service to your light body. It hmm. just doesn't jive. Right. It's right. just it's something you have to release. So it's, 
it, it, you know, it may feel uncomfortable at first, first to be, you know, to release it. Um, but then you realize that once you do release it, it's, you know, you feel so much lighter and you're like, oh, why was I carrying that around? You know, that was easy. You know, all right. I had to do was release it. So it's kind of like bungee jumping. It was funny because a friend, we were doing a, a having a conversation and she kind of slipped and said bungee jumping. And I was in, in, uh, and what she meant was something else, but just the word bungee jumping kind of um, intrigued me because because it's almost like when you're when you're trying to progress in spirituality, a lot of times you do have to bungee jump right. and you don't know where you're going. Oh, right. Um, just, right? Mm. It's it's a lot like that. And I've noticed with myself, it's like it, it may look very hard as an illusion, uh, you know, in front of me that it's so complicated, but it's not. It's something from my own perception that's making me see it as something very complicated or dangerous, but in reality, it's something very simple. Um, transcending the ego is actually a very simple thing to do uh, in all its essence, but it's our, it's our complexities that make it hard to do that, you know? Yes, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I like that. Um, I like the um, example you just shared. Yeah, bungee jumping. Mm. Yeah, it's and just not not knowing that there's there's an ocean down down below that you that you're mm. going to going to catch you. Um, you're going to be swimming. The more you, um, you know, bungee. It's actually not just once you bungee jump. It actually could be multiple times in all through your life. You're doing these different bungee jumps, but but just to realize that you're you're falling into the ocean because of it. You're letting go of 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 heavy aspects of yourself that don't serve you and throwing them and 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 embracing that oneness exactly. um, constantly, right? Hmm. Interesting. That is what allows us to see the see and allows us to absorb what really needs to be absorbed in terms of treasures. Because what does an ocean represent? It, it represents all that is soul, all that is um, you know beauty and coolness. Um, and to experience that, you have to let go of yourself. Just like how you float in water, you have to let go of your worry. You have to let go of yourself. Um, and embrace it in a way where you're able to float rather than sink. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, to to be able to make that jump, right, there has mm -hmm. to be um, a trust in the unseen, mm -hmm. okay, that, that is right, that, that's, point. That's, that's essential. And then there has to be an element of listening, whether it's listening to the jumper behind you or the guide who's saying jump, right, or yourself, the inner voice in you who's really you know wanting to do this. Whether you're resist, right. whether you can either be one who's a bit you know um, resistant, but then you're going to jump anyways, or um, you're looking forward to it, but you still have to listen to that voice that says jump, whether right. it's external right. or internal. But technically, it's duality, and it's technically one thing, because what you're listening to is only yourself. 
and and mm-hmm. and that's all it is so um yeah the trust and that's um technically what spirituality does it trains us the guide is there not to control you but to mold you um and 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 really sink you in with your own self to trust yourself and listen to yourself. So sometimes it's that external listening that you think it's, it's mm-hmm. outside of you. But um, since they're technically representing the mirror-like qualities, it seems like you're listening to someone else, but you're tech- they're bringing you back mm-hmm. to listen to your true, true higher self. Um, I love that. Right. right? And then you have to have... Sometimes you're not at that stage where you can trust yourself. So at least trust mm-hmm. the one who trusts you and, 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 right. and knows your potential and believes in you. So if that's the guide, then trust the guide. And then if the guide says jump, jump. So I do this a right. lot in my work. Um, you know, there's, you know, um, um, you know, people come with, whatever situation and um, if you're able to kind of bypass the current and just see that potential the end product okay or Mm -hmm. or their higher self you may not see the full end product but you see that so you know nothing but that highest potential or that higher potential of that person right and and so then you're guiding them from not towards the goal but from the goal from the goal itself so I'll see somebody mm-hmm. who's, let's just say, at a certain phase. and But I'm seeing them on a level that they are totally clueless about. I'm already seeing mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm seeing that final product. Exactly. At the car in the showroom. And, and so basically, um, so that's then, yeah, so that's, yeah, so it is. So trust the guide. I remember so many times, like, I was like, who are they talking to when I was told so many things about myself? I'm like, but then that, that was just simply me not understanding my own potentialities. But then someone else who had that clarity and that insight, Basira, was able to see that. And then because you're, for whatever experience, led you to this guide or these guides you end up trusting and loving these people so then you know what you trust them so when they when they're when you're being guided to do something i.e bungee jump jump into the unknown then Mm -hmm. sometimes it's letting go of your own insecurities and trusting that one exactly and then goes back to that yeah exactly the peacock barack Trust the authorized guide, which is actually just you. But um, when you trust and you jump, um, that's when the magic happens. When you actually make Mm -hmm. the jump. And it's nothing but bliss. It's pure bliss, like flying in the air. Right, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, all, uh, all qualities of this confidence and you're able to float, you're able to fly you're able to do so many um, miraculous things but it's a matter of releasing that fear and embracing that faith right right that you mentioned right exactly embracing faith and then in this and taking the unknown as a mystery and just kind of yeah. going with it exactly. and I think that's a, that's that, that has a lot to do with like uh, you know the synchronicities and the things that we 
um, a lot of us personally experience with, um, say, may, may it be numbers or may it be um, right. synchronicities with different aspects of our journey. But it's, it's all allowing us to see that unseen realm unfolding mm-hmm. um, parallel to what we may experience in our three-dimensional reality. Um, but just to kind of motivate us to, to see that, no, there is, there is this higher reality uh, play, uh, playing in your life, just keep keep, keep going, going yeah. you know. It, it, and with me, it's like sometimes it comes in the form of sense, mm-hmm. you know, um, floral sense that keep me motivated, even though my 3D reality may may express and portray something completely different. But then this motivation of this of the scent will come in a, in a form of say a guide or an angel that will motivate you. Um, in a in a, in such a profound way sometimes, and then that's all you need. Yeah, that's is, it. Is that motivation sometimes? You know, just to allow you to see that there's there's a spiritual reality. There's there is progress being made. So don't worry about how things appear in the in the outside. Yeah, you know, going. But then you know when the signs come, right? Um, you're obviously right. awake. You get it. So if you were not awake, then, you know, maybe these signs that come, these synchronities or these signs, basically, they could be brushed mm-hmm. off. So we seek to be awake. Right. We want to be awake and not asleep. So we want to mm-hmm. be alert. We want to be present, basically. Yeah. I mean, it does require a degree of tapping into the subtleties of things. Yeah. Um, and as an artist, I think it comes natural to us, but, um, yeah. you know, how it, yeah. how it, serves, how it serves to motivate sometimes is very, is very profound because we ourselves as, as, uh, our lower selves and with our fears and our triggers and our insecurities, we sometimes see things from a very fearful perspective or, you know, in, in all its sense, a very limited perspective. And so, these these higher signs from the unseen a, a lot of times align us with our higher reality like you said um that the guide sees the higher our highest potential unfolding um and presents that to us so they know that reality but we are as humans we that are progressing in spirituality in a path we don't see that we we are going still going through a process of releasing our fears our limited beliefs yeah. so that's unfolding for us but but it's yeah it's fascinating how the the guidance comes sometimes it is it is um to to defy all logic just to defy all logic sometimes you know and this is something that core to what i've experienced is so many things just defied logic and it and it just opened my artistic vision to to see more and more of of the divine in everything mm-hmm. unfolding, um, and that has been for me personally has been a very healing um, journey to kind of um, allow myself to develop these eyes of chizer, you know, these eyes of 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 inner wisdom that this inner eye that's unfolding of oneness. You know, that there is a greater picture that is unfolding. There's a greater um, wisdom in why something is happening. Um, and it's all for the better. It's all for the better. It's all perfection when it comes down to it. Yeah, that, that's true. So 
you know, what is, isn't, and, and there's so much reality behind what is happening. So we have to trust the process, basically. So if you were to, in 30 seconds, for example, because we got to wrap it up um, for this time, we're going to have a longer one. We're going to have these things going on and on, right? Um, these talks, these... Um, I, you know, honestly, I did not know that we would do these on and on. You were the one who saw this. And I yeah, was kind of totally. intrigued why you said that one time. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another topic. Um, so, like, let's just say if we were to just wrap it up in 30 seconds each, okay? Yes. What would, what's the takeaway here from your side? What is the takeaway for, for our listeners? I, you know, I would just say, just embrace back to embrace your lightheartedness, embrace your Mullah Nasruddin within, you know, the, and Mullah Nasruddin is, is a funny character um, who embraces and their, uh, their, embraces their shadow side as well as their light side, it integrates it in a way that, you know, that makes a positive difference within you and, and others that, that are around you, you know, just in, just riding that barak, riding that peacock barak, right? You know, embodying your 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 beauty as well as your you know animalistic characteristics and and transmuting them in a way where you're you're benefiting from it. You're riding it. You know, you're benefiting it in the name of spirituality, in the name of progress, in the name of reaching light, essentially, and becoming light yourself. That's it. Exactly. No, you got it. You won. <laughs> you won. So, I think. Do you have any yeah. takeaways? Yeah, you I do. I do. Okay, so you know, you're coming on the path, not to listen to yourself in the sense that you will be led back to yourself, but there is an element of listening, okay, and trusting mm -hmm. the guide. And the guide is always bringing you back to yourself. So you're not technically dependent on the guide because that's, that's part of the journey. But mm -hmm. listen and trust and um, don't, take it, don't take instructions um, uh, I wouldn't say yeah, I would say, you know, when instructions are given, um, trust, trust and, and embark on that, uh, on, on right. them, basically. Um, and also, you know, on, on the lighter side of things, um, I just, I just have something here and I want to just read that and leave it, you know, for the listeners to kind of figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, Perfect. This was a recent one. Dervish or denizen? Saint or seductress, saint or seductress, artist or avara, dancer or dreamer, missionary or visionary, Zulecha or Zainab, Zindik or Zania, Murshida or Murtada, Zania or Zahida, come, come, whoever you are. Ours is not a caravan of despair. Come, even if you have broken the law, a million times come yet again wow. come come so i love that yeah i love that i think that's one of my favorite poems of yours 
and how beautifully it integrates the shadow and light of every person, right? Yeah, there we go. So there is <laughs> Into a Tulefaini, there is a Zainab, there is a Zania, and there is a Zahida. Okay, and, and we've got to be blunt about it because if you're denying it, then you're denying your own nature. Right. The sun and moon, isn't that the best example of all exactly. this that you've just mentioned? Yeah. Right? It's the it's the shadow and it's the sun, the light, the light aspect of you, you know, and the mirror is the, which is the moon, which shows you, you know, what is light, what is dark, and embracing all of it as a as a lesson, as a as a means to reach wholeness. Exactly. Exactly. So you could be a dancer by night and a dervish by day. <laughs> right that might that might be an actual reality that, for some yeah of us. yeah exactly so um <laughs> you know embrace that that side of you right exactly. in a healthy yeah exactly and um yeah just just uh-huh. yeah so that's that for today appreciate your time your energy and uh your heart <laughs> No, and yours too. I wouldn't be able to do this without you as my guide, you no, know, and no, bringing likewise, this out. More like, more like the other way around. Yeah, the guide is, what is a guide, you know? It's yeah. just someone who's, who's themselves and has embraced their light and their dark and, and used it for the benefit of all, right? Yeah. So, Apparently, yeah. Turban or no turban? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's inner. It's an inner turban of of wrapping yourself in all that is you. Exactly. <laughs> I would define the, is the essential turban. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll leave you. I will leave you at one hundred and one in the name of of oneness. All right, all right. So until right. next time, uh, I look forward for. Until next time. Um, yeah, I look forward to that. And uh, thank you once again. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Alicia. All right. Salam. Salam.